Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of The Coffee Club. This is episode 9 apparently and how are you doing today Faf? I'm doing pretty good. I wasn't even sure if it was 9 or 10. It's, it's probably 9. Yeah, yeah, I think it probably is 9 considering the long hiatus we had. But we've been yeah. kind of doing it quite consistently recently. Yeah, we have we've just been coming over. We've got lots of Coffee Club ideas. Lots of films coming out as well. And we've also had some different ideas on where to take the podcast in the future. Yeah, we might so. do some episodes of where we... Well, I feel like we should... I mean, because it's mainly just film structured right now, but we kind of want to like talk about other stuff as well. And like our like, lives, if, yeah, maybe yeah, just our lives and shit. And I feel like people would actually like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. obviously, I, I don't kind of want to like uh, kind of put it into one sort of corner. I would like to expand. I don't want to ever talk about YouTube on here. Yeah, we've both agreed wanna, on that. You want to expand it into more stuff, like you're not just film. You can expand it into more stuff, so it has personality. Yeah, yeah. Instead yeah, of yeah. A, a brick podcast where two. I mean, ed- talking about personality though. We're yeah. going to be talking about one of the film, one of the films that looks like it has no personality whatsoever. whatsoever. <laughs> like, it, I mean, it can't really have any personality considering the amount they've done reshoots and stuff. Yeah. So, so we're talking about uh, X Men: Dark Phoenix. Yep, and the new one that's coming out. You're probably like, wait, haven't they done this already? But yeah, they're doing it again. Yeah, it's it's like a, it's it's kind of a reboot or soft reboot or a remake whatever you want to call it is it. a remake it literally yeah. is a remake because <laughs> uh, they they kind of did it in another film with but it was it was really bad and it didn't really seem like dark phoenix so the dark dark phoenix is like a comic a very famous comic like yeah one of the huge. most famous comics in marvel history yeah arguably yeah. some people would say the most i wouldn't yeah. say like, i'd say the, it's the there mo- have been some famous ones in the last few years that um i don't know like civil war was quite a famous one yeah but i think in terms of the history behind it um the fact has been a adapted once already i'd say dark phoenix is up there like mm. it very much is up there because the stakes that were established and what was done in the comics and in the film were meant to be universe changing like endgame yeah it's meant to be x-men's endgame yeah pretty much um but it, it really doesn't seem to have any hype behind it like yesterday no hype. i messaged you being like wait x-men is out in two days we yeah didn't... i was surprised as well because as in what doesn't it might not i i sound like it but the film really is going to be really bad but i've been hyped for it since it was announced yeah but you're hyped for it because you can't wait to like dissect it and call it <laughs> shit i cannot wait to call it shit like it, it's like we don't we promise we don't like want to hate on films we really don't want to hate on films it's just this film looks hilariously bad from the from the marketing to what's happened from the whole like the setup the reshoots it the was test screenings it was filmed last year but then yeah. they had to reshoot because I'm pretty sure it, it, it was done in July 2018. It was it was done in July 20. It was meant to be out last year. Yeah, December last year. Yeah. And then they had to reshoot it because apparently the third act was too much like a film which wasn't named, but it's obviously Captain Marvel. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then and, they, and also the third act could have been similar to what they did for The Last Stand as well. Yeah. Um, and also the parts of the first act got reshot as well, apparently. Yep. Yeah, I'd probably expect. As in, I'd, should we just jump right into just talking about the film? I guess so. Well, like- I, I I don't really like X Men. Is one of the things where I've just never. Re- I, I I don't mind the comics, but I've never really been a big fan of the X Men. So like, I know. The, so the MCU phase one two and three is over now and obviously it's a bit confusing to the casuals they're like is this mm, part of the mcu yeah. no it's not it's not um, they'll eventually be in the mcu but they won't be these characters yeah it definitely so, so, like, will not is, be those characters this, this is the final fox x-men universe film uh, well unless you want to count fucking new mutants which is not coming out at this point i mean yeah, it's just, the news is not coming out yeah i'm not shocked yeah. it was meant to come out ages ago but yep so it, it's like 
I've never really been a fan. Uh, so, the, so to hear that the next, obviously the next, not next phase, but the phase after the next phase of Marvel is going to be X Men. I'm like a little bit cautious at this point. Like I wouldn't really care too much if the MCU just ended uh, yeah. at the end of Endgame. To be fair, Endgame. I think it's going to be like a Logan treatment where people think the X-Men, like how people essentially treat Logan as the final X-Men film, like their Endgame. Yeah. They're going to treat Endgame as Endgame and everything after would be like yeah. an afterthought. But I mean, I don't... <laughs> I guess there is a lot they can play with, like the effects after uh, of the world after Endgame and the universe after Endgame. Yeah. So like that, it's like I'm not very hyped for set phase four and five, and apparently they're going to drop the whole phase thing yeah. as well. So apparently they're just going to release films. Um. So yeah, I, I've never just before we get into any of this, I've never really been a big fan of the X Men Wolverine yeah. or Logan. I I liked it still not the biggest i mean it, it says a lot when deadpool is your favorite x-men film because like it's <laughs> it just takes the piss yeah that like, it really does for taking and i'm the not piss. saying deadpool's a bad film De- deadpool's sick deadpool deadpool's two, a one, great really film. good yeah. um but it, it's still like they really shouldn't be your favorite x-men films you know yeah i would say i wouldn't even be mad if they're your favorite x-men films because they have the quality and everything it's a great comedy but, film but, but i'm but, saying like dark phoenix the first dark phoenix it should you should should've. be like end game levels of hype for this film but you really aren't you're waiting for it to see how well, bad no, it is well, nobody knows what the fuck's going on with the universe because it's so fucked yeah. and then uh, i guess days of future past was meant to fix it but then they fucked it straight oh, no, after. no 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 Days of Future Past fucked the timeline even more. Oh, well. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't even meant to fix it. They just did that to retcon all the shit films. Jesus. Like, no, the reason why that was... It, it, the reason why that film was made was pretty much to retcon all the shit films. I saw some, like... Um some X-Men stan account was like oh it's not it's not that bad that they retconned it they did it with the Incredible Hulk in the MCU and nobody cared but it's like they didn't really retcon the Incredible they Hulk they just kind of soft rebooted the character yeah they just went like that film didn't exist we're gonna like forget about the story but he's still gonna be that guy and he's gonna have a little bit of a redesign and a new actor like I guess like I mean if I I would accept the retcons in the X-Men universe yeah. If X-Men was good. But yeah, exactly, not. but it's but not. It's not. Uh, it's not. Uh, so, pretty much, I, I probably, I won't go into too much detail about the entirety of the franchise, but I'll just talk in, like, I'll talk about the films really briefly. So, it all started, X-Men, it has kind of, a, I'd say, a special place in my heart, mainly because that was one of the first superhero films, apart from the Raimi Spider-Man trilogy, that oh, I watched yeah. in cinemas. Well, which one was that again? Uh, which one? Like the uh, X. It was X Men. Just X Men, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. X Men and then X Two. Well, those I, two films. It's funny that I say I wasn't a big fan of the X Men franchise because the first like toys I can remember having as a kid was actually like X Men toys. Uh, yeah, I remember. Having and also X-Men the toys. the animated series as well. I was into the X Men, the X Men animated series, and the Fantastic Four animated series. They were re- well. I'd say they were really good. I've never watched them since I watched them as a kid. They may as well be shit. Only, but I watched them when I was younger. The only superhero cartoons like because you know me i wasn't into superhero stuff until infinity war no 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 no, no. i was well the mcu but, infinity um, war but like i loved spite the first spider-man films but then i didn't and then i saw iron man in the cinema as a kid and and the incredible hulk and then i was like a casual but then i i never saw the avengers when it first came out and i remember it was a massive thing when i was in high yeah. school and everyone loved it but I, I i never saw it and then the first mcu film i came back to watch was like 
Uh, I think it may have been Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, Guardians but yeah, Galaxy, Guardians. And then I watched told Winter me. Soldier, uh, and I was getting back into it, and then Age of Ultron came out, and I gave up. Yeah, and then I and then <laughs> and then Infinity War came out, and I was like, actually, this is kind of good, so I went back. So people think I'm like this crazed MCU fan. That it's like, no, I'm pretty skeptical and critical of the MCU. I literally just said I would not care if it ended because, yeah, like, I- it in my eyes the chapter should have ended like it should have ended yeah and if, but if, like it's a fucking money making machine yeah and if, if Fraser's not a crazed fan you can imagine how crazed the crazed fans are so it's like fucking nuts yeah, like, oh nuts. man nuts. MCU stands we can do a whole podcast dedicated I can literally do this mental. all day oh they my are goodness. the biggest mongos on the fucking planet going they, on Twitter and seeing some of the tweets like the one way it's like the Russos did the Russo like I can't remember it was the like the Russos ruined the MCU or like Taika or, Waititi did more to Thor than the Russos did I was like I mean, he, he probably did. He probably did as a character, but they're, they're mainly talking about the scene saying that, oh, they did more for Thor and Loki's relationship. I was like, uh, that's, uh, I mean, Russo's ki- the Russo's killing the mob, killing Loki off was, was the point. Yeah. That was the point of Thor's character development. But they, no, they didn't. I, kind uh, of... <laughs> I think, I think they're just very upset that Chris Hemsworth didn't have a six pack in that film. Yeah, <laughs> like they were really. <laughs> Imagine because all the all the posters like misled it as I, well. I, I watched a good uh, a good um, video about Thor in Endgame. We're, we're drifting off it, but it doesn't really matter yeah. um, because the X Men shit anyway. But um, <laughs> it, it was like saying how people were complaining that they were playing off Thor as a joke for the whole thing, but they really weren't that much. That it was. If you look, if you didn't think, if you hadn't watched Ragnarok, let's say you went from the Dark World or something yeah. straight to Endgame, you saw Thor's character arc, you'd say he's like depressed as shit. That's depression. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And for that's sure. how to that's how to do it right. But it's like. That's a that's an example of a film doing these ca- multiple characters correctly and staying consistent throughout. Are you the- doing a really good reverse into X Men here? Yeah, that's impressive. I, I, I'm actually impressed. <laughs> yeah, by that. it's like that's an example of them doing an ensemble kind of film with different character development. Right, X Men did it wrong, and they did it really wrong. As in, that's X Men's the best example of a franchise that's so inconsistent in its quality that it will make people look at it and be like. Is this franchise shit or is it good? Who, who would you say is the most consistent character in X Men? In X Wolverine, Wolverine because yeah. Wolverine's been Wolverine's been in the most, and his character's always been consistent. As in, I remember when Hugh Jackman was first announced as Wolverine, everyone was like, "This isn't this isn't Wolverine." The, the Hugh Jackman, the Music Man, and like a six foot Music Man, Wolverine's yeah. like a midget, five, and five he's re- seven. yeah, but Wolverine's like a midget, like a very angry. Mi- well, I wouldn't say midget. That's but. one thing I'll give credit to uh, X Men Universe for. I think they were one of the first superhero films to take a comic book character and reinvent it for a cinematic purpose. Yeah, and, and make then, it decent yes. as well, yeah. And then the MCU took that and put it on steroids. Yeah, much. and also, like, even with Spider-Man, the casting as well, it was like, that was well well done for the yeah. Raimi trilogy. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, like, yeah. with... That, yeah. that, that, that's why... There wasn't a. I mean, okay, people could be like, "Oh, Batman." People. Uh, I mean, to be, I, I'm not. I've never really been a big fan of the old Batman films. I think it may just because they're old, and I, it was part before. Yeah, my time. I remember watching the one with the Riddler, and I, I think that's Batman Forever, and I was yeah. watching that on TV. I, once. I've never enjoyed them, but I can see where people do. But I just feel like superhero films were never, in terms of popular culture, 
big until directors and ballsy writers came out and were like we're gonna reinvent these characters yeah and that's why as in i don't like what well, i wouldn't say i don't like but crediting people like you know kevin feige from the very beginning avi arad those kind of people uh those people paved the way for superhero films because back then they were still niche you're the as- first guy on youtube to ever credit avi arad yeah, but if you I've, guys don't know who Avi Arad is, he's the guy who's behind everything. Okay, so Avi, Avi Arad is a producer. Most people don't really see the producers, but he's the one that pretty much shaped the whole old Spider-Man universe. Like Avi Arad he's is still kind of there. But I know, he's but been, the, he's been told to shut the fuck up. Yeah, the problem that I have with Avi Arad is that he's a he's a dickhead. He is a he is a dickhead. As in the stuff that he's done, like the stuff like him and Ike Perlmutter did he's when they were in much, Marvel. He's the reason. Well. I love Spider-Man 3. He's the reason Spider-Man 3 was not, let's say... It was a mess. It by was a, it by was a, a film standard, not very good. Yeah. But I still love it. Because it was, it was a mess because of he wanted he wanted Venom in and Raimi just wanted Sandman. And ironically now, um, Sony rumours are, are demanding that they put Venom in Spider-Man 3. It's literally... It's it's almost it's, co- it, it's it's not quite ten years on. It's just over ten years. But it's... History is repeating itself. You just... They re- want Venom in... You just made me realize something. History's repeating themselves again because they want Venom in a third Spider-Man film and they're doing Dark Phoenix again. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. But this is when, but also at that time, Iron Man was born. What so we're gonna are we is the MCU gonna have another fucking big film like that? We haven't yeah. we haven't had an like an Iron Man film really since Iron Man, you know? Yeah, because even with stuff like Black Panther and Captain Marvel, like Captain Marvel was essentially their Iron Man, but it was a mixture of Captain America and Thor, pretty much. Yeah, and it was very like boring. we haven't because they can't they can't do films even like they they know themselves they can't do films at that scale anymore. I, I feel bad. for... I mean, we're going real off topic. It's just. I wouldn't leave yourself off topic. It's yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I feel bad for Brie Larson because she seems to just get shit scripts. Yeah. Even in Endgame, some of the lines she got. There was the one line which was, Hey, Peter Parker. I like that line. What, that but one? everything else, it, it just kind of seems like. Uh, there's this there is this ongoing problem in the MCU where it seems that some characters have amazing scripts but I don't know I don't know if it's because they're allowed to go off the script and it's natural I acting. think it's the writing for the characters because the writers will understand more characters than others like Marcus and McFeely are more familiar with Captain America and Iron Man than any of the other characters because they wrote all but, the and I was going to say and obviously Captain Marvel is she's not a new character but this redeveloped version of Captain Marvel is quite yeah. new if why don't they just redevelop her even more in the film? Because this is something that this is the the now the MCU is going into this phase where the film has the, the end game was the first MCU film that was not based on any comic and, ever, and they like, nailed at it at all and they nailed it yeah but exactly they, they need to now do this with our characters and and villains and stuff yeah I would say why not make a complete fresh villain for the next phase that would that honestly that was one of my first thoughts because i was like which villain are they going to use are they going to use one of the x-men villains but why can't they make a new one like it's something which is like i i don't know if it's considered taboo because you never really see anyone discussing it why not make one just make one i think i would say for film producers they'll be like that's taboo who the fuck would care if there was a new villain i i think um the closest i mean to be fair you could you they could redefined kind of say Thanos. Thanos was a yeah, new villain because he didn't have his superpowers. Yeah. He was super strong. That was it. And oh, sorry, pardon me. Yeah. Um, he also wasn't psychic or anything like that. Um, and also, he was 
It, the reason in in the comic books he was a super titan pretty much yeah he was just a normal titan and also um his motives were completely different yeah and so that's like that's a good thing they yeah they can, oh god so much better than what it was yeah. going to be so they completely redefine the characters there and it's like it goes back to what we were saying uh with character like redefining characters they've x-men started off the phase of redefining characters like wolverine and spider-man of spider-man um and then it continued i guess captain america got a bit of a redesign yeah, yeah yeah but um it, it's like now they need to take the next step and maybe just create one character which is complete fresh off the block it yeah. could be awful but if it's if they just do one film where it's not even a big film say it's like an ant-man free and yeah they make a new villain for that. A new villain like, be like, because let's be okay. real if they make a new villain and it's shit and it's an ant-man free no one's gonna remember it exactly no one's gonna care they can just brush it aside and release 20 more films that is the point so uh, it's like, yeah, yeah. And, and it's like nobody's gonna remember ant-man 2 or 1 really yeah. are they that's one thing that I think I was going to say that as well because all the points that you made about original villains I was trying to think of any X-Men film that had an original villain but I think all of them were lifted from the comics Deadpool. kind of Deadpool had, original, Deadpool, Deadpool had an original character it was a combination of one, loads of characters was oh it yeah it was it wasn't yep. wasn't it and but it yeah. works and it, and it works that's the thing <laughs> yeah but that's because like Fox didn't touch the script whatsoever they even tried to shaft that film like yeah. Simon Kimberg, who's the director of Dark Phoenix, and and his like all all of his other producers, they really tried to shaft Deadpool as much as possible. Oh, there's a video about uh, Ryan Reynolds. Is this he, Ryan Reynolds is one of the pinnacle of superhero films. He doesn't get enough credit because he pushed Deadpool so much, and then the Deadpool is the reason we got Logan and uh, Logan and these R-rated films are the reason we're getting more experimental stuff. Well, and, and it yeah. could be the Deadpool could be the reason we finally get the first r-rated mcu film maybe but disney Disney allow that i I think they may i genuinely they could they could release it under the fox banner because now because disney bought fox right they can use that that was in their minds or do you reckon that won't happen i don't think it'll happen maybe one since disney because people think disney's one person but one person in that studio probably thought we could use this in the future (laughs) but but why why, i I just don't get why i know disney meant to be family friendly but like surely buying Fox they Fox is like has a lot of I guess uh, um, like R-rated like they, um, they a lot of properties franchise, yeah, franchises yeah. but so, like they have Alien which is like the most R-rated yeah, franchise so you can get surely they realise that yeah we're gonna have to start releasing R-rated stuff maybe that was a business thing they know yeah. Disney need to expand because I, they are releasing a streaming service as well yeah. which I know won't have any R-rated films on yeah. but maybe in the near future Who, uh, they, bought, they recently bought the entirety of Hulu so they're going to start releasing yeah. stuff oh, on Hulu. Yeah. So what I was going to say though, just a very common misconception is that Disney weren't looking to buy Fox. Fox wanted to be sold. The alternative was Comcast. Don't like Comcast is out of the question. Now what Disney... did Comcast offer, offer more though? Comcast offered more than Disney offered more plus an extra stuff or extra bonus. So I guess Fox were like, they actually did kind of care about their properties. Yeah, they did. And they were like, we know Disney. Well, yeah, Murdoch did, but he wanted more money. So he took wow. more money from them. Ah, okay. okay yeah, because okay. Disney offered more and shares. So it was like, you know, then Murdoch was like, okay, I'll take that one then. And he keeps some of Fox as well. But the problem is that Disney have released R-rated films before. They had Miramax. They had Touchstone Pictures. Those two, when Disney had an R-rated film, they released it under their banners without attaching the Disney name to them. But it was still owned by Disney. They could easily do that with Fox. Which... Yeah, but the problem is everyone knows the MCU is owned by Disney. Exactly. So they can't, they can't put like it's the so Marvel weird. Thing. that they're like it's not like it's gonna damage the brand of disney if anything it would up it imagine a disney alien film man you get f- 
What? <laughs> I just I just thought of I was like imagine alien film like the Disney the Disney castle shows up but it's like an edit of the castle that looks like the Sevastopol or something yeah, 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 from yeah. Alien. I just thought about so I was like oh my goodness they yeah. maybe as maybe with Disney owning them they can finally give Fox the money to pursue another Alien game. I just want a new Alien game. Man. Alien Isolation Two. Yeah, as in another one that isn't like a Five Nights at Freddy's remake that they've done. But it's like it's I hated that sequel so much. But yeah, it's back like X Men. <laughs> yeah back to x-men because i was gonna get really mad about fox for a second but so we've had avi arad and he was the guy who pretty much produced the original x-men films yeah. the first x-men film and x2 were probably i'd say one of the best superhero films of its time as in it had the campiness but it also had the it, it was a superhero film through and through you watched that and you thought superhero film yeah. but but it's like the problem with superhero films now, especially X-Men films, and this is exacerbated by the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the stakes need to be higher. Now, the stakes need to constantly be, like, increased film by film. Like, X-Men 1 was just about the X-Men and stuff. It was about, like, a normal villain. And same with X2. Like, Nightcrawler was kind of the villain and Mystique and stuff. Then, when The Last Stand happens, they decide they pull a Batman v Superman and rush right into the Dark Phoenix storyline. So... Like, Jean Grey's died. Jean Grey, well, spoilers, but you should have watched it by now. Jean Grey dies at the end of X2, right? I, I, I think the reason they did that um, is because the only film franchise to really build to a cataclysmic event is the MCU. Yeah. And I think that's... Harry Potter, technically, but it had they, books. That is based on books, though. Yeah, I know. So, uh, I, and I think the reason for that is because there's this, I guess, not rumour, but this belief in film that if your series is longer than five films, it's going to be shit. Yeah. Where, and so that's caused they companies to, to be under pressure to rush things. And not just rush things, they need to increase the stakes to get more people to watch it. It's happened, you know the perfect example of this happening? The Fast and Furious franchise. For one, I've two, th- never watched them. One, okay, yeah. But one, one, two, three, and four. The first one was literally right. like a street racing film. The first one, the second one, third one, fourth one, they were about street racing. When fast, when fast Five came out, and I will admit... Fast, Fast and Furious is kind of a guilty pleasure franchise for me. Like Fast, Transformers is for me. Yeah. Fast 5 changed the entire thing of the Fast and Furious. It changed from a street racing film to a heist film. That was probably the greatest franchise tone change ever. As in, since Fast 5, all of them are like complete balls to the wall action. But it's fun. You can enjoy watching them now. Yeah. But it's like, it's that kind of thing where studios wanted to increase the stakes. Like, have you know, Harry Potter, based on the books, they had to increase it. MCU, Iron Man, it started small. And now you had Thanos and literal, the universe literally ended in one film. And now you've got, you know, you have to constantly increase it. I, you have I, to... I am under the firm belief nothing ever, ever in film will ever do anything like the first the first four, four phases of Marvel three yeah. phases I don't believe that a company will have the balls have the initiative have the creative people on board and the actors and the perfect um, like the perfect casting again like the MCU did yeah. it was it was almost like it was freakishly perfect yeah like you can it's get, scary how perfect you, it was you can get all these like film commentators who I love who critique a lot of small problems in the films and sometimes they're shit you get for the dark world but like it all works and it all it's all like a big nice clockwork you know um, yeah. some of the clockworks are a bit fucking rusty and need a bit of oil and yeah. the oil got put on it with Endgame you know For yeah. the Dark World actually got made into a film which makes not sense but like it, it has value now it has it? value now as a result of Endgame as in what what kind of franchise what kind of film no, would do I don't that? think a franchise has ever been able to make a film One which film came out really nine good. years ago 
good or value valuable. It's I I can't think of any film. Like um, I'm even thinking about like in I'm even thinking I can't think of one. Yeah, as in, to and, me, it, and I think it's because there isn't another franchise like the MCU. That's I'd why. say X Men really really could have been one of those franchises, but they blew it. I think the reason they blew it is because it's the X Men and the X Men need the other Marvel characters. I know, but it's not just that as well. X-Men had a head start. They had a nine-year head start. Yeah. Well, not even that. When did X-Men 1 came out? I think that was... 2001? Yeah, it was probably that. I think it was 2001 or 1999, but they had like a nine-year head start before the MCU even started. But also, the problem with um, that was they were also... Sounds weird because they're completely different films. I I believe X-Men may have had the problem of rivaling another massive franchise, Harry Potter. Not at the time. Do you, do you reckon not? No, no, I, no, no. I, I know that X- might be a complete void point, but like, I feel like when there's pe- people struggle to get like normal, like normal film viewers, not yeah, just yeah, people yeah. Who, who constantly go like us, like people, I struggle to get into multiple franchises. Yeah. Whereas we can sink ourselves into a load of different shit because of it's it's, it's easily available now. You yeah, can just yeah, go yeah. watch everything. But now, back but in the day, I feel you like could not do that. You, you are, what? When? How many times did you go to cinema as a kid? Like every year, I go. It was like an event when you went to the cinema as a kid. Event. Like I, I think two thousand eight. What would I say? I think I would have went to the cinema twice, three times in two thousand eight. Uh, can you guess what films? What came out two thousand eight? Uh, the Dark Knight. One. Yeah. Uh, what came out two thousand eight? Well, Harry Potter film came out two thousand. Wait, did Iron Man come out two thousand nine? I came out. I think eighty nine. Oh no. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah. Well, 2008. No, eight, eight. Iron Man okay. came out in yeah. 08 because okay. 11 years. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. So I saw Iron, Iron I saw Man, Iron Man Transform. Oh, 2007. So yeah. Transformers 2007, then Iron, Iron Man, Man 08 and, and Dark Knight Dark 08. Knight. Yeah. yeah, that's that, that's films you go out as an event to watch them. It's like when I, when I was younger, I didn't really. I remember the one film I watched as an event in 2007 was the Simpsons movie. When that was announced, I remember I'll be a, we, as a family. I like, never saw it in the cinema. I, w- I watched that in the cinema, and I genuinely, so, I think it was one of those films when I was younger. It was like. I watched that in the cinemas because I remember we had a, just a quick anecdote before I go even back to anything like that. But as a kid, we had a whole like club. We had a, a mini club where it was like people, if your parents went home from school, you got sent to like this club thing. It's literally like, I, I was going to say the dumping ground, but it's not even we that. that but but that yeah, but it's like that kind of club that you go to. And during the summer holidays, they had a thing where we'd go to our local cinema every two days to go watch a, well, not two days, every Friday to go watch a film yeah. for two, for three weeks or so. So on Friday, we went to watch a film and we had a choice. The Simpsons movie or Shrek the Third. You can guess what people chose. I saw Shrek the Third. We watched Shrek the Third. We watched Shrek the Third yeah. in the cinemas. So how did you see? So how did you see Simpsons movie? With my family a day oh, after. <laughs> so it was like I'm fucking a mad place by you as a kid. Yeah, I've I seen was, this going to the cinema two days in a row as a kid. That yeah, was like I was literally shit. I was hustling so much. I, <laughs> I was hustling so much. I was like, oh, so did you go to the parents? Like, oh, how did you enjoy Shrek? I was like, oh, it was okay. It was alright. I right. thought Shrek the Third was sick when I was a kid. And then I, I did not like it. it. And then I found out it was actually wank. No, because the only reason I did, just like I didn't like that film because I just come off the coat of watching Shrek well, 2 I, I watched well, that in cinemas I, I watched Shrek 3 the other week and I was like holy shit this is bad like, yeah, I was like bad. what the fuck it is like, words can't describe how bad I, that I, film I, is I watched a bit of Shrek 2 last night when I was in bed because I always watched something before I was asleep and Shrek randomly popped up so I was like fuck it I watched Shrek and I was like this is sick. Like, like this is legit one of the best animated films of all time. Like, no, honestly, I'd say Shrek One, Shrek Two, best animated films of all time among, among the top among the top ten. I'd say them. I say Monsters Inc. and Toy Story. Yeah, yeah. Or all of the goats. Nemo. 
No, Finding Nemo. I think Finding Nemo for me would be second. And me. even then, The Incredibles. But we're getting to Sidetrack. Oh, I was going to say. The Incredibles is yeah, god tier. The first Incredibles. The, is, the story. Uh, I think. I'd say no. I'd, would it be I'd put controversial to say The Incredibles is the best of all time? Yeah. No. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. It. I'd say in terms of writing, writing quality writing. plus the animation at the time and the characters, and Incredibles the is at the top. The comedy too. The writing was top notch in that film. But we are sidetracking a lot. Toy Story, I'd say. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I'd say Toy Story. We are sidetracking a lot. We could probably make this into like a full on like yeah, episode we'll do, as well because we'll we really need to talk about animated films, but. It's that whole thing about serial escalation that the that all these series are like a, a victim of because you had they, they the reason why the X Men kind of lost relevancy for a while was because of the Last Stand when the third film happened and it, all of a sudden like Jean Grey comes back becomes Dark Phoenix kills Professor X kills everyone and then like Wolverine then kills her X comes back as and no Pro- Professor X no no you don't you don't see him come back all well, he you just he- fucking turns up all you hear is his voice at the last thing in is the post credit scene. No, oh. the, that's a complete reboot. Where, when does the young? When does thing? So now, the, um, um, when James my James McAvoy yeah, James comes McAvoy. in. So now, what happens is the last time got horrible, horrible critic reviews and yeah, kind yeah. of bombed at the box what, office for them. Is it worse than Origins? I'd say no. Origins was worse. Origin, Origins got. I know Origins is the worst. Origins two thousand and nine. No. Yeah, Origins had the worst reviews out of all Origin of them. Origin was the reason they they were keen on doing Deadpool, but then they shafted it again. Yeah. So no. So what? So then they had like that's, the, that's when the Deadpool film came into fruition, yeah, kind of like when they had the CG the CG preview in twenty ten. So what happened was that they had the Last Stand. The Last Stand was really shit, and people didn't like it. So they were like, you know what? People like the Last Stand for Wolverine, so let's get Wolverine in for an original film. Yeah, had X Men Origins Wolverine with Will I Will. I am and uh, and what's it called the fucking weird time and it was like film. will I will I am what was and going on in the film industry and who and who else was in it what's that guy Leave Schreiber Sabretooth and everything and and then it had Deadpool and everyone was like Deadpool oh my god Deadpool and, finally and then he's not got his and then suit, Deadpool he, he, he doesn't have a suit he's sewn together and has every single power like laser eyes and stuff I, I love the first. The first thing that uh, Wolverine uh, or Logan says to him is they find a, they finally find a way to shut you up, implying that everyone knew who Deadpool was. Like the casual fans knew who. No, he but was that's the thing. And the, what that meant. The comic fans knew what well, that that sign that 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 line felt like such a fuck you to comic fans. Yeah, it fans. was like, hey, we know you kind of want this guy to be that funny, jokey character who he is in the comics, but <laughs> we we're not. gonna we're gonna fucking tell you to fuck like, off but, but we're not yeah, well, you, you're, he's not a funny character anymore how, how you, about that you watch our film oh wait who wrote that who wrote that oh it might it's have one been, of D&D isn't it it might have been the guy that wrote Game of Thrones season 8 <laughs> Oh. This is oh, it's almost it's, like character assassination is a part of their fucking whole history book yeah it's like X-Men Origins Wolverine happened and also had like the shockingly bad CGI like I think everyone's clowned on that scene when when Logan ah, discovers his, his adamantium claws and you saw how cartoony that looked like when like when he when he, when he clanged can, them both together and then the sparks looked like those flash animations you see YouTubers put on I was laughing I, so I, hard I cannot wait it's the one thing I can't wait just to see the MCU make the X Men look look visually good. Yeah, because we know they'll do that. So then you have you've got X Men Origins Wolverine, and then the series went on a mini hiatus because everyone was like the 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 MCU just got consolidated. Everyone's flocked over to do for to Marvel like the other Marvel, the good Marvel, yeah, but, yeah. and now they come back with First Class. Now First Class is a reboot. It's a soft it's a soft slash hard reboot of the entire is franchise. Two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven. Yeah, is that eleven? Yeah, twenty eleven. I've never watched it. Now. 
first class, I'm gonna say I really like that film. Actually, the director of that film made he came off the back end is, of Kickass. Is the ending of that film when they are in the airport and uh, fucking Magneto is there? Or yeah that, no that's kind of it's kind of weird because that's that, young it's yeah young. it's a young one but it's basically the one they all leave it's, it's the one where it's the, set during the cold war no, not cold war I think it, it's during the cold war sli- yeah it's during no, the cold I, war honestly I haven't watched it so X-Men First Class pretty much rebooted the entire franchise in such a way that they introduced the younger people so all the younger guys are in it James had a, McAvoy yeah James McAvoy Michael Fassbender uh, Jennifer Lawrence before she got famous from the Hunger Games all was, of these people was, um, was this James McAvoy when he was not that popular he was relatively popular but it was like you know still do you think he suits Professor X he suited Professor X back for the role when you were in 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 first class I I saw a Dark Phoenix clip yesterday and like I've watched parts of these films and it's like he seems good in them but then in in this clip yesterday I was like kind of seems a bit wank because everyone's given up on the franchise like, at that he, front he doesn't seem to be professor x he seems to be james mcavoy yeah james mcavoy playing james mcavoy because i think it's because you're so used to seeing him play such wildly different characters especially in films like splits and atomic blonde See, and that kind a, of this stuff this is a problem when you're an actor who plays so many different roles because when you finally get put in a role you're like this seems weird yeah so it's like i think imagine if will smith randomly got the role of some weird fucking crazy dude who is nothing like Will Smith. If you got if you got the role of the I was gonna say if you got the role of the Joker. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it would just be fucked up. Like, and that would literally fuck up everyone's psyche about him. Yeah, but to be fair, I also watched a video about Will Smith, and it was like Will Smith has had a few roles in his time where he had to become somebody else, and he was actually really good. Um, I can't remember what it was in, but he, I, I'd like, say sometimes it's really bad. Apparently, he's only done it twice, though. Yeah, as in people say concussioners, but concussion. I'm gonna say as a Nigerian, that film generally offended me. That like, it triggered me. So, Wait, really? well, I was I'd say no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not being serious, but like Will Smith's accent triggered me. It was so oh, bad. Will Smith tried to put a Nigerian accent, and it sounded like every sound. white person's Nigerian accent kind of thing. Well, where it's like, it, where it was like, oh. The, the like I will feed you to the uh, lions that like kind of bra- stuff like the, like, the like you have got a concussion you you, you can you can go over I to wanna... the doctor it's like oh my god it's like Will, Will Smith really I, it's like when you dis you dis there's disappearing into a role and there's disappearing into what you think the role's supposed to be yeah. and there's not doing it that's what James McAvoy did with Professor X I'm <laughs> I'm segueing again but yeah it's like. James McAvoy gets introduced in and it was it's interesting like First Class is generally one of the best kind of X-Men films there is because it re it rewrites the entire franchise in such a way where you're actually interested in each of the characters you're interested in, in the relationship between Professor X and Magneto like why they change so much because in the film they're friends like they're mates by the end of it Magneto goes a separate ways and say oh mutants need to rise up and Professor X is like mutants need to stay friends with humans oh god can he MC why has nobody talked about Magneto Magneto going to the MCU. Is he a property they own? No, he must. Be. Yes, Magneto's part of the X Men. Yeah, 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 yeah. So why is nobody? Why is everyone's like, oh, Lord, to do more uh, characters? Why not? Yeah, Magneto? but that's the thing. Magneto. But the problem is with Magneto. Magneto's too much of a, a non-villain. Yeah, but he could be the new Loki. Yeah, I know, but that's the problem. People don't like him as that because they're trying to do that. They've done that in the X Men franchise five times in a row. 
But it's the end. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, what what do they make him into? Like, so what they do is they make him, so they make him into a villain, and they'll be like, "Oh, mutants are bad. I'm gonna kill all the humans because they're bad to me." And then by the end of the film, they're like, "Oh no, we're mates. We know we disagree with each other, but we can get past that." But and then by the next film, they forget well, that he's done all of that. I think the one thing I can credit the X Men for, and it's probably because they only have X Men characters, is that they don't kill the villains too often so with magneto for example whereas because marvel every time the villain fucking dies magneto uh, the thing is with magneto he's not really seen as much of a villain and that's mainly due to the fact that he's not really a villain or the if every single x-men villain i think has died in one way or yeah that, that was died. Well, i'm saying the big fucking dudes as in like the big like the big guns like the big characters although when i get to dark phoenix i'm gonna have to discuss a lot about They'd that they never had Doctor Doom and X-Men, did they? That was Fantastic Four. Yeah, they did And they killed him in both films. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. There was one Doctor Doom scene, and I think it may have been... If it was in Fantastic... When he's breaking out or something. Fantastic, yeah. That that scene's like, wait, is this the same film? Yeah. Because it actually was like... I I call it Fantastic, but yeah, that scene when Doctor Doom initially wakes up from being there and breaks out of that. Yeah, and it's like, wait, is this a different fucking film? I think this is the film the director wanted to make, because he said he wanted to make a body horror film, because what happened to the guys of the Fantastic Four before they became the Fantastic Four that could only be described as body horror so it's like that would have been great you just didn't get that because Fox saw X-Men and said we want to make that and it was like I I don't get it like X-Men when X-Men First Class came out I was like this is decent and then Days of Future was it afterwards yeah Days of Future Past came out and though Fox made that film because people were like the last stand is shit and the last stand kind of rewrote everything so what they kind of had to do they said let's bring back the old guys but let's introduce the young guys as well so Mm -hmm. it was a mixture of them both and when you watch that film you'll realize the film is decent because it successfully retcons the x-men films it's a new branch it's a new like new life like um hugh jackman's wolverine is stuck in the like in the future with proper with patrick stewart's like characters Meanwhile, you've got no Wolverine, but you've got um, James McAvoy's or younger X-Men that are going into their two things. What Days of Future Past did was split the franchise in two. So by retconning the mistakes they made before, they fucked up the timeline even more by splitting them off into two. That's where the problem arises because how are you going to deal with these two characters? On one side, they dealt with it well with Logan. Like they gave the older characters a closure. Like they killed off every single older X-Men and just left Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman. And they killed them both by the end of the film, leaving the very young kids to continue. It tru- Meanwhile. It truly was for the good of the realm that Disney got these these franchises. Yeah, exactly. And then on the other side, you've got the younger cast, James McAvoy and the lads. Apocalypse was shit. It was shit. Like I can't, I can't even remember half of these films coming out. Man. Yeah, like Apocalypse. The hype for Apocalypse was up off the chain. Like if you look really? at Fox's most viewed videos, the X Men Apocalypse trailer had. When six, did that come out? Uh, 2015, 16, yeah, 2015, 2016. Bro, I can't even remember that because shit. It, it, it's very forgettable. But when the trailer came out, everyone was so hyped. It has 60 million views. That was meant to be their Infinity War. Yo, it does. What the. F- Fuck. The first teaser trailer for X-Men genuinely, because after Days of Future Past, everyone was like, X-Men is good again. And then the trailer came out, everyone was like, oh my God, they're doing Apocalypse. And it has Oscar Isaac and everyone in it. And it was like, oh God, this film's going to be good. Look how hype it is. The world is ending. This is the Infinity War. You've got Quicksilver. And all of a sudden, 
you go and watch the film and the film is really bad. Everything in the trailers has been overplayed. Apocalypse's character, his suit, his speech, his actor, and everything is stupid in that film. And then people realize the X-Men franchise really is shit. Yeah. Like the writing is bad, it's overly long, and let's not even begin about that 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 Wolverine scene. Because they realize that no one's going to watch this film. They're like, what's an X-Men film without Hugh Jackman? So first they spoiled they spoiled his um they spoiled his introduction, like they spoiled the scene in the film because they realized none of the trailers, they did a good job in not showing Hugh Jackman up until the last trailer. Wait, so why was Hugh Jackman if if they reversed everything? Why was Hugh Jackman in it? Because he's, he's still stu- he's still stuck in the past. So what happens is wait. So that's why Days of Future Past happened. Yeah. So- wait. 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 So sorry. Because sorry for the people watching. I haven't watched the new X Men films. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll have to explain you know Days of but, Future so, Past. Wait. 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 So the old X Men from two thousand and fucking two, whenever, yeah. is still connected to this franchise. Yes, it's the future of those guys. Oh, okay, no. Fuck. So I'm gonna have to explain this. You're gonna while well, you're like, sitting down right if, now, if, but yeah. But surely, if that's the future of them, these films are irrelevant because you know they're all alive. Yeah, no, but it, it, it's very. It's, oh, it's just so hard to explain. So what happened is I don't know how they did the alternate universe thing, but what huge? So all the X Men, the X Men like the older ones, like Halle Berry and Patrick mm-hmm. Stewart and Ian McKellen X Men, or they were uh, they were running away from the Sentinels. Now the Sentinels were out to kill all the mutants. They'd already killed most of the mutants. They were out to kill the last of them, which are the X Men. And one of the powers, I can't remember who it was, a Kitty Pride. All of a sudden, she gets introduced to a new power. I'm not even complaining that she can send people's minds back in time to stop the center to stop everything from happening so they were never there in the first place that's her power so what they do is to stop the sentinels from even happening in the first place they have to go all the way back to 1970s to convince peter dinklage's character not to create the sentinels as a result of his death because he's killed by mystique Terry which caused, Allister, isn't it? yes he's in he's in that one so peter dinklage's character he's he's one of those characters that's been in both x-men the mcu and game of thrones and stuff at the same time so what happens is the film um peter dinklage's character i can't remember what his name was i think it was like I can't remember what it was, but he was creating these sentinels. These sentinels were like big robots that were used to regulate all the mutants and the government, and he was going to the government with them. In the film, the government laughs at them. It calls them stupid, calls them an idiot, and he goes away. And he's, he's murdered by Mystique in that timeline. So he's murdered by Mystique, like shot dead. This causes the government to move on with the Sentinels and create them, which causes the Sentinels to start killing all the mutants and all the humans as well, which leads to the whole oh, man. beginning that of... That would be such a dope MCU film. It is. It's going to be like the Winter Soldier. Like, Days of Future Past was genuinely the beginning and the setup was so good because of that. The Sentinels are there to kill the last of the X-Men because they'd the gone rogue. The whole concept is sick. Like, so I, yeah. I love the Winter Soldier because it's like my favorite superhero films is like when the, it's low when, key when like the good guys are considered the bad guys by everyone, but you know they're good guys. Yeah. So like when when Captain America's got gone rogue, I love that shit because like you know he's a good guy with good intentions, but he's not afraid to go above the law. Yeah. And I love that shit, mm-hmm. and like it's always the best sort of film because it, it has such a conflict there. Yeah. And because films aren't good if there's no conflict in terms mm-hmm. of like if the only conflict in a film is there is a big evil 
guy that wants to end the world. That's boring as fuck. I've seen that a million times. Yeah. I want a film where there's emotional conflict and real and it's grey morality yeah. instead of black and white. Where and the re, re, people will say, well, Thanos is this big dude wants the end of the world, but Thanos worked because there were so many stories and factors keying on it. And it even then, like, it was a grey morality. He yeah. thought he was doing. He thought he was the hero of his own story. He yeah. was the hero of his own story. And and, and it wasn't just like. Um, I mean, it also worked because you know he did win. Yeah. Like if if don't get me wrong, if there was a if there was a film where this guy wanted to take over the world and he actually did it, that would be fucking cool. Yeah, and it'll <laughs> be like, I know. I would like, love. Now what? I would. Yeah, I would love that to happen. Um, that is the reason that works is because it never really happens. Like you yeah. never really. It's see. rare. When 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 people see it, they'll be like, oh my god. Yeah. It's actually like, happened. That the snap at the ending. I genuinely didn't think it was gonna because i knew about the infinity gauntlet comic and stuff and i i genuinely didn't think disney would have the balls to do it um obviously they did yeah and i didn't think disney would have the balls to kill iron man either or get rid of cap like that's actual times where i can credit marvel and disney for like okay you've got some level of balls even though it's probably because they didn't want to sign enough contract yeah but, um, i just don't want to be in more films that it's too expensive to keep them anyway yeah, very expensive, but yeah. you know, you know it, it's it's nice to see a when there's actual conflict. So Days of Future Past in yeah. the MCU, the beginning of it, and and if they were in the MCU, it would be decent. It would be decent. Yeah. Like I, if my Marvel I, could I, do something alright with it. How the like the X Men will get introduced will be a story of when people are turning because they haven't really they've never done the one thing i liked about the dceu is when people started to turn on, on the like, heroes on the stuff. heroes the only time that they did this in marvel cinematic universe which couldn't even be considered canon is agents of shield and they did it really well and it also in in kind of in iron man in the middle east when they were yeah and also that. in age of ultron in the very beginning when iron man's like you know remember when his bots came in and said there's I, no I, problem I, and i guess people are sokovia like zemo and stuff yeah, yeah, like, yeah. but like everyone to turn on people would be like are these heroes and i i, I think that would work well also when oscorp possibly comes in yeah exactly where, uh, because it's the great morality where oscorp will be like these guys they're not good they're, are they good or not like yeah and that that's what the mcu needs the mcu does not need it sounds weird because it kind of feels people keep saying oh it's cool that the mcu is now going to go cosmic mcu's been cosmic since 2014 really yep. um if, if anything kind of bored of the cosmic shit and yeah. i know we've just got the multiverse coming in and stuff and like you can still have the multiverse and you, you can still have grounded films i just feel like we need more grounded conf yep. conflict based films rather than big space battles captain marvel blowing up spaceship. yeah it, it's like you've seen it once you've seen it three times you've seen it you've seen it a times. million times you've I, seen you've seen one you've seen them all why yeah. was spider-man so good because it had a grounded grounded villain who had an actual emotional connection yeah who you could kind of, you could understand what he, he wanted to protect his family he what and he was like at the final scene of in the plane when he's trying to get them steal them things from um the avengers base yeah he was like he's doing to, like, that think. for his family and he wasn't trying to kill he wasn't trying to go to do that to take over the world he was just doing that he wanted to do his job yeah like he, he, was, he, he was protecting his family yeah and as she said to pete like he he kind of respects him in a way. There's a respect base between the Yeah, villain. and they did, he didn't disclose Pete's real name and everything in the prison in the post credit scene. But that's the one thing Fox had over the MCU. Fox's X-Men films were interesting because they delved into like the, well, I'd say the politics behind well, look at hating Logan. the mutants. Look at, look at Logan. Yeah, like they, they helped, they, they, they looked into like why people hate mutants so much. They're like aliens. It was like, those films did, those films did it well. Do, do you not think Logan is such a freakish film because there are all these 
terrible films, and then randomly they just spewed out gold. Yeah, and it's from the direct. And that was I was going to bring up the Wolverine as well. I completely forgot that film existed. So. Well, X-Men Origins Wolverine. No, The Wolverine. That was another Wolverine film. Oh, that was and like that one was two... good up until the last third. That was 2013. So what? before I get to that, yeah. When the fuck did that come out? Uh, the, the 2013. Like, not... I didn't even clock these films. The... Well, that shows how disconnected from superhero films yeah. I was from. But like, so with Days of Future Past, like the timeline was that, you know, the Sentinels are there. So now they have to go back to the 1970s to the James McAvoy Professor X era to tell James McAvoy to tell Mystique to to man the fuck up and don't kill this guy or else we all die. Yeah. Professor X would normally do it himself so that he can convince them, but he can't survive the trip. Like it's their brain and their mind being transported back. So Wolverine is the only one since he had adamantium and he can't die really. He's the only one that can survive that trip. Yeah. So he goes all the way back to the 1970s. His mind goes all the way back. He he basically his body goes back to the 1970s. It goes back several years, and he now has to convince professor x to take up the mantle as professor x again that's why you get introduced to the beast as well so you get them to take the mantle of professor x again he needs to get him to convince mystique to not go on her crusade to kill all these humans for harming the mutants and yeah. stuff and they need magneto for that because magneto also i he, he he clicked with um mystique back then so after all this happened they have the whole thing like magneto turns bad and everything they have the typical this that and the other and by the end at the end of the film, the X-Men, the old X-Men are all dead. Like, the old X-Men are all getting killed by the Sentinels. And mm. the Sentinels are about to kill Professor X. And Mystique chooses not to kill the guy. Which causes the, the, the timeline split. X-Men stories are so fucking good. Yeah. Like, arguably better than MCU yeah, stories. Yeah, they're so good, like, but they don't do anything so, with them. So much better. Yeah. Like, I... I, I would... Like, if they did Days of Future Past and, and Dark Phoenix well... They could be better than like Endgame and the event. The yeah, they Avengers. could have been, but they're not. That's the but key no, word. I'm saying yeah. like, the MCU now. How lucky are Disney to, to have to get the, like you've just ended this massive franchise, and, and now you've got now another you're doing one. your part two. Oh, we've just got this massive chunk. Like yeah. now, that doesn't just affect that. Now, that doesn't just mean they've got these cool X Men films and Fantastic Four films coming in that's gonna affect all the other films so much as well because they can do so much more now exactly and they can even use the phrase mutants i'm really intrigued to see how they introduce mutants i i think it's gonna they, be house of m i think i think it i think they could bring back hydra um because they um hydra is still a thing in Agents yeah, yeah, of shield yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. i think hydra or uh in some sort of sokovia or in general yeah. in russia with how bucky and wonder and, and also wonder as well she's the one who created that that rewrites the universe to have mutants with the house of m and the no more mutant storyline yeah, yeah. so she could be the one to do it and everything the thing is with a show like that uh well, well not a show like that but days of future past basically rewrote the entire universe so now well, at the end, at the final climactic fight scene, Wolverine has been imp is impaled by a bunch of metal by Magneto and set in and thrown into the sea to like to, to drown. Yeah. So he's stuck in the state of forever drowning. But as a result, he saved Mystique. Like, well, Mystique saved the guy, which caused the future to split into two. So Wolverine is now stuck in 1970 on the water. He gets rescued by Mystique, who's disguised as someone else. So now, in so in present, so this is. I have, to, I have to, it's so hard to explain this. So in present day, so before Wolverine went back in time, Wolverine wakes up 
in another timeline with the Patrick Stewart staff, well, well, the staff with Patrick Stewart cast and Jean Grey still alive and it, everything. So this all works very well for Marvel. Now they're just kind of brought in the multiverse because yeah. they can now do these storylines but yeah. do them well and do them exactly properly. so the so let's say universe one is wolverine waking up in present day mm-hmm. with the old all the old cast members gene gray being alive all the people from the that were killed in the last stand are alive again he rewrote them successfully so he's in his own future that future leads to logan so it's, it's, it's all weird, there it's weird like when you speak about this and like even these terrible films you make them sound good like you, the storyline and plot no honestly they, days good. of future past was good that's why people were, that's why people were excited about apocalypse and then apocalypse turned out so shit no days of future past was rated the best one was it not? yes people yeah. say that's the best yeah, one yeah, yeah. but i'm so. saying like even the shit ones you're making sound good and it's like it's weird because like they re- realistically they probably should have all been good and i think they maybe would just yeah unlucky on paper be- the way i'm describing it is i'm kind of bigging up these yeah. films because they were made they were they could have been good I, I i think they were unlucky to be created during a time where corporations had full control and they didn't know anything about superhero whereas films. now if you're if you're make if you're producing a superhero film, your directors and your writers usually demand full creative control. Or the, almost full creative control. The only franchise I would say which don't have full creative control is probably Spider Man. I say Spider Man to uh, Spider Man to a point. As in, I read about this really quickly, just about directors, but there's only six directors with a couple of others that actually have full creative control. I'm guessing every ta- one of their films. Ta- 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 and it, it, it's it's all well, it's T-T, all the. No, no 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 it's not Taika Waititi. James no, 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 I don't mean in superheroes. I meant in films in general. Oh, in, the what, enti- really? in the entire film industry. Show the, the Russos. No. What the fuck? As in, they, they, it's because they're lucky to be given that by Disney. In any other film company, so they'd, they'd, they'd get, still be uh, hard I'm pressed. Christopher Nolan. Nolan, Tarantino, yeah. Ridley Scott, uh, Rid- and uh, yeah, Steven Spielberg, and something. They have the right Spielberg of. Spielberg hasn't made a good film in like yeah, no, but that's the thing. They still, years. they still have the right of first refusal, which means they have full creative control, even down to the age rating. They don't need to cut shit out of their films. Oh jeez. Yeah, yeah like, I guess, I guess. The and Ru- it's like only a few directors. Yeah, only a few directors in the world have that Matt, privilege. It's crazy they have that trust. Even Spielberg still. So, I, when was Spielberg's last good film? I'd I'd say the last decent film he made was actually the BFG, which came out in 2016, but no one watched it. Yeah, I didn't. Exactly. No one watched it. It flopped. So, which is why Disney are like, you know, they're kind of wary about that kind of stuff. But that's the thing. Corporations control films so much that it's like you see these films suffer as a result like i've just bigged up days of future past for you like in the in the in the in the old in the few in the present timeline you got universe one that ends in logan but now you've got the old wolverine the old wolverine is stuck with the young cast like all those people even deadpool doesn't have full creative control there's a lot of jokes that get cut from deadpool yeah but for the most part, I would say Deadpool is probably the freest franchise. It's the freest franchise uh, because they, as can, in they don't even worry about continuity. You see a cameo from the young cast in Deadpool 2. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like because it was funny because they were shooting Dark Phoenix at the same time. That's testament to how long, how Dark Phoenix is such a messed up production schedule. Like, Deadpool 2... Wait, so did they just be like, hey guys, you want to quickly feature in this film? They So they were shooting Deadpool 2 around the same time as Dark Phoenix. When Dark Phoenix, they they have they had the X like um Professor X's like mansion and stuff. They shot in the same one as they shoot in the X Men. Is Deadpool films. in the X Men universe? He is. He is. So he constantly makes meta references, but he's above it. He's technically the most powerful one there because he's above all the humor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he can't die. So yeah, I mean, 
they're pretty, they're pretty, it's interesting. We, I mean, we should cut off on I want to get onto Deadpool and stuff. Yeah. But is there any, because we, we, we have been speaking about Dark Phoenix, but I think it is a thing where you have to discuss everything around it. Yeah, like, I had to, I, because the problem is I can't talk about Dark Phoenix and, and the Dark production. Phoenix. And not, not just until we've seen it, but until I have to give context as to how they got here. Like yeah, how- because because people may if people who don't really care about X Men are watching this, you probably not at this point. But uh, it's like they have been making this film for so long. They've been making this, this must be the f- longest production for a this film? is the longest production Superhero for a film because it's it it was so messed up. As in, not even the I said the New Mutants in this film were probably the most cursed films because the Disney that the Disney acquisition did fuck things up for them as well. Good. So. <laughs> It's like they, uh, it's like we can't, because Dark Phoenix, I think for Days of Future Past, I've explained everything. I've explained most of the stuff that's happened and then Apocalypse is really shit and they shoehorned in Wolverine to get bums and seats. But we go into the production of Dark Phoenix and there's a big, big problem. Please don't say Wolverine's in this film. No, he died in Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, know, but we say that, but come on, mate. No, no, (laughs) to to be fair, I'm going to be real with you. I did read a couple of the things they said about production of this film, and even none of the actors really don't have any faith in this film. Everyone has given up. Everyone's given up on the I mean, I'd give up if Sophie Turner was in my film, because she cannot act for shit. (laughs) Yeah, as in, the problem that I, the problem that is with the Dark Phoenix is that they went... So Sophie Turner is the Dark Phoenix. Yes, yeah. yes. So oh when God. she when her powers were first shown in Apocalypse, everyone was like, "Oh God, they're gonna do Dark Phoenix again, aren't they?" From what they did in Apocalypse, and then the production of the film got announced. The director got announced because you know how Brian Singer. The whole thing about Brian Singer came out, and he was not coming back for this film, even anything, because of the big, stuff that he did. Like, camp. yeah, big, big nasty allegations, which are actually true. Not but then, so Brian Singer left the production of that film, and in comes well, I, think, I wouldn't say left, but in comes Simon Kimberg. Simon Kimberg, who I've mentioned before on this podcast, has been notorious for fucking about Fox films. He fucked about with Deadpool. He fucked about Deadpool in X-Men Origins Wolverine. He takes credit for Deadpool being made, even though he kept shafting the film with Fox throughout the entire production. Jesus. The film that he has never directed a film before. This is his directorial debut. This is his first film as a director. They gave him the biggest x-men story for a debut yeah and the reason why they did this is because he wrote the last stand he wrote the shittest but, film in the franchise beforehand writing and directing are two complete different concepts. i know but that's the thing so he wrote the last stand but guess what film he also wrote um as an also it's also by fox and it's X-Men, really bad X-Men, right it's not x-men but it's also by give fox clue, and it's bad clue, give me a clue it's, i literally we were literally talking about it what it's one of the X-Men. Well, not X-Men. It's it's a super, it's a Marvel film and it's by Fox. It's a Marvel film and it's by Fox. Wait, I'm going to guess this. Can I have another clue? Uh it, it's 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 got it's body horror, remember? I I mentioned it. Um I literally mentioned it. Yeah, my mind's going completely blank. Uh, oh fuck we did we just said it we just said it oh uh fucking fantastic yep he did the fantastic he did fans four stick he did the fantastic four 2015 film and that right the writing and the production of that film was such a mess so fox decided let's give him the biggest x-men franchise for our film to to cap off our entire franchise we're not even really in the golden age of superhero films are we because we still have these sprinkled little fucking cancers around yes it's like like, (laughs) legit like there's like so much pieces of shit lying around like yeah we did just get the greatest superhero film endgame arguably um but there's still 
Yeah. The DC, I mean, DC, DC hasn't found up. its feet. It has, it, it's picking up, but it hasn't found its feet. Well, yet. we'll get into that in a minute. Cause I, yeah. want, I want to talk about Deadpool and I want to talk about DC briefly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like, there's so much sprinkles of shit right now. And yeah, exactly. We need to, we need to you make, need to make it so it's good. a full golden age. I'd say the arguably golden age was the 2000, 2008. Ooh, I, I think 2000, I mean. Oh no, 2007 to 2012 good films though yeah because then uh, Iron yeah, Man Dark Knight Iron Man Dark Knight well the, the whole Dark Knight trilogy well, apart from Batman Begins you had the uh, consolidation of the MCU up until Avengers you got all those films coming out those were good at mind the you time. I'd say I'd say 220 I mean we, we say that but like 2014 Winter Soldier uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Days of Future Past as well which is good and yeah. Dead wait when did Deadpool came out 2015 yeah <laughs> <laughs> I can just I, I'm just, I just watching you just dying I haven't even had the drink yet. But yeah, so you had this, and now you're giving just, him. Do you want to know what I just did? What happened? I burped, right? And, um. You know that I had the spicy chicken wings earlier? Yep. <laughs> I burped, and a little bit came up, right? And it landed at the back of my throat. Oh, God. And I think it went. You know my u- uvula? I think the spicy bit is on my, went on my uvula. Oh. I, and I, like, died. I used my eyes water. Right yeah, there. yeah, I know. I saw like, your face just like, change. Oh, Bro, that was painful. Yeah, my throat just started burning. Where never giving at? him, never giving him chicken wings again. Oh, they, were nice. <laughs> they were nice to be fair. Where are we at? Where are we at? Yeah, but so you've now given him like the biggest franchise ever, and the production of the film has been a disaster. I even said, remember back in January when I t- I screenshotted you, I said, screen cap it. This film is going to be shit. Look at this, yeah. and I showed you all the tweets from people in the test screening. So. Every film has a test screening to quick audiences. The only examples are like the super big films, but they normally have a test screening to just a few people, like friends, family, sometimes like a private screening to like a, a room of people yeah. to, and they give notes. Like nothing's finished about the film. S- some, sometimes, sometimes they do this thing where they read the script uh, yeah. together and then sometimes they invite loads of random people in and sometimes these random people then go and leak all the information to the script uh, which is and what sometimes it, it happens in the season 8 of a certain show and sometimes these leaks are all true yep. and sometimes my worst nightmares come true yep exactly That's the, <laughs> I, I've never really understood private screenings because it's because the only I, thing where leaks really happen I know but that's the thing they want them to see like they say oh let's invite the general audience who doesn't know anything about about films to come in and watch this film if they enjoy it we've got something about Why it they dare to watch the film bring in five journalists get them to swear under fucking oath which they already do but like get just five journos get them in five unbiased journos and who are good with films and then get them to watch the private screening not invite their friends and family because these friends and family are gonna go fucking blab their mouth to loads but of that's people. the thing they already do that and even then journalists were clowning on the film it was the yeah but that, that that's that's fair but I'm saying yeah. for secrecy reasons in anything not just film TV shows it's like it's so weird that in the modern age and such high security we have things are still getting, getting leaked. leaked full seasons are getting leaked season mm-hmm. 7 of Game of Thrones half of it got leaked man even the Russians leaked the actual video of it before the broadcast it's it's fucking nuts that people that these companies at HBO cannot fucking secure their servers or whatever and yeah. I, I don't even know if it's that I don't know if some random dude working at HBO just, just gave like, a USB stick to some and then he just had like, like an evil grin on his face is like aha now everyone may- will know may- about that maybe for, for HBO not HBO yeah HBO 
there was like a dude who was like fuck me this is shit everyone here, needs to here know you about go it. internet here you go yeah I, it probably was that like it was stopping somebody <laughs> yeah. like, then, no, like no, it's no, not gonna harm the rest of the no, show it was someone fucking ended. it was someone during the script reading looking yeah. at various actors reaction and saying yep this is really bad everyone needs to know probably that but it's like they have a test screening with normal people of the audience maybe mainly because they want to see like you know how they think of the film it, that like the vfx isn't finished the music isn't finished there's no music composed at all they just watch the film as it is and they look at it because it's, it's the film as it is it's like yeah, the first yeah. test screening for dark phoenix was july 2018 am i right yeah july 2018 too and then there was another one in like december 2018 as well and, and they got they got clowned i showed you all the screenshots of I what remember happened the one in december yeah so well so when you have like a test screening and stuff it's like a, a youtuber showing you like a clip of their youtube video on their premiere timeline without anything on it apart from the video itself and when they showed it now, there's a plot point. I'm going to... Well, the film hasn't come out yet, but the directors have done all they've can to spoil it because of what happened in the test screenings. In one of the most pivotal scenes... Well, I wouldn't say pivotal, but one of the scenes in the film that's very pivotal to the rest of the plot, which happens near the beginning, is the death of a main character. And oh, the death of this main character is as a result of helping. I'll probably spoil it. You should probably cover your ears in the next 10 seconds and uncover them, but Mystique gets killed by Jean Grey in this film. Now, she gets killed towards the beginning. Yeah. If this wasn't bloody obvious by the trailers, then I don't know what to say, but they kill off Mystique and everything, and the audience laughed. Yeah. The test screening audiences laughed their asses off when the scene happened. It's not meant to be funny. It's meant to be a really sad scene. Like, Jean Grey kills Mystique and then sends Quicksilver into a coma, and it's like, you're meant to be like, holy shit, mm. but people laughed, and... Fox saw that and they were like, whoa, oh, oh no, we yeah. can't have that. So they decide, so during the presses, during the press interviews for Dark Phoenix, the directors already said and come forward that yes, Mystique dies. In the trailers, it's pretty bloody obvious. They have the funeral scene and they have Mystique getting killed in the trailers. And they have really bad acting from Sophie Turner. Like she's crying her she eyes out. That is, act. wow. That is like, wow. Like she was already questionable in Apocalypse. She couldn't hold up her accent. She couldn't hold up. She couldn't hold up an American she, accent for Apocalypse. She was all right in the later seasons of Game of Thrones, but that's because she, she was terrible Sansa. in the first seasons because obviously she was a kid, so I can excuse that. Um, yeah, I think the one kid actor who was amazing in Game of Thrones, uh, someone we've stuck with her again, was Aya. Yeah, Maisie Williams. I, yeah. I knew you were going to say Maisie Williams yeah, as well. You know, Maisie because, Williams. But well, that's because Williams. she. But that's the thing. I've noticed a lot of that because she was in like a, a quick thing. She was in Doctor Who, but every every film. I've noticed that a lot of films that she's in, she just plays Arya. Yeah. It's like, it's basically when you're playing Arya, you're playing someone. But that's the problem. Look at fucking Godzilla. Tywin Lannister's in that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's literally, I, like, we he, will, he uh, says, long live the king. I will make, I will, I, I'm going to make a quick, like, review about it later on and we're going to talk about it in another podcast, but it's literally, Charles Dance literally plays Tywin Lannister in Godzilla. Yeah, it's I'll, Tywin Lannister. I need to. I, I want to see Godzilla. I could probably see it tomorrow. Yeah, uh, but I just need to see John Wick as yeah, well. Yeah, but it's like that film is like it's bad acting, and they had to spoil it because the test audiences laughed really hard. And I've already spoiled that. People are like, "Where's the good Quicksilver scenes?" Well, you're not gonna have one. You're only gonna have one tiny one because he's out. He's down and out for the whole film. How did they? How did Quicksilver get in the MCU and X Men? Oh, that was that was an exchange by that was an exchange by um Fox and Disney. Fox and Disney went together and said, "Can we use they? Can we use Scrolls? um?" No, so what happened is it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't. Wait, like, wait, who owned the scrolls before? Um, No, Marvel's always owned the scrolls. Nah, 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 they 
Fuck it, I swear down they bought it was, the scrolls. It, it wasn't, it, well, I don't think it was buying the scrolls. I swear they to might God. Have, they, might, they might have done it. I'll probably check it myself, but it was something else that they exchanged. They exchanged Ego with the Negasonic Teenage Warhead. But um, with the, so what happened was, that they had Quicksilver. They went, Fox and Disney went together and Disney went to, Disney went to Fox and said, we want to use Quicksilver for our film. And then Fox said, we're, ha- we need, we're using Quicksilver for our X-Men film because like Days of Future Past had just come out. So what Fox told Disney said, fine, you can use them, but you're not using him. You're not using that Quicksilver. The so the, but no, but no, but like that Quicksilver character. Yeah. So you know Quicksilver is actually Magneto's son and everything yeah. and has those kind of powers. They retconned him completely in Age of Ultron yeah, to yeah, make yeah. him as a product of the Stark, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stark Industries experiment. And he had to die in that film. Fox told him, you have to kill him off that film. Do, do you think that he'll come back in the MCU? No, he's dead. He's, yeah, it's a shame because Quicksilver's a pretty cool yeah, You character. didn't see that coming. You did, like, you know I, I didn't coming. like him in Age of Ultron. But no I'm, one liked him in Age of Ultron, but people came to appreciate him a little bit more. People are beginning to like Age of Ultron. Yeah, because Which of what happened in Endgame. It's really interesting to see people change their minds. But yeah, that's what they did. And now, Dark Phoenix is coming out and you've got all these characters that you just don't give a shit about. I cannot wait to record that podcast. I can't wait to record it. I've been looking forward to shit. Well, I, I wouldn't say looking forward to shitting like, about the film, but I'm looking forward to eviscerating that film because I knew from the beginning it was going to be bad. I cannot wait to be proven right in the when, cinema. When was the last bad superhero film we saw? Was it uh, Venom? Venom, yeah. yeah I'd Venom say, was I'd say, fresh. no, the, the the one that I genuinely got mad at in cinemas watching was Suicide Squad. Didn't see it in films, thank Yeah, fuck. I watched that in cinemas. I don't cinemas. know if I've seen a bad superhero film in cinemas. I didn't see any of the DC films in cinemas, in DCEU. Uh, I don't think I've I seen watched it. Suicide Squad in the cinemas I and I wish I could take that back. I didn't even... I oh, know, I saw Age of Ultron. It must have been Age of Ultron, but that's not even Yeah, a but I wouldn't film. say relatively, yeah, because that was still enjoyable, but yeah. I haven't seen... Because I don't go into cinemas to go see films that are bad. The Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk, that's yeah, true. Yeah, I saw that in But then... It, but it, I was a kid. But it was just like... I, I'm just so disappointed in general because it's like dark... It's We're going to be watching that film and we're just going to be laughing at how I, bad it is. I'm not... I'm not gonna be disappointed because i know marvel are gonna make it into an amazing i'm, I'm just gonna be disappointed because it's wasted potential and it's really I, funny. I, I think it's because it's the ending of something from your childhood maybe yeah because like it's like we oh no i treat logan as the ending to be fair oh, okay that doesn't matter does it yeah but it's just that this is an epilogue but i just wanted to see where they take it and now disney are gonna take the hit for this because as I, th- I don't think I've mentioned this yet on the podcast, but since Disney bought Fox, Disney now are controlling the distribution of this film. Do you think Disney, if they could, would just not release this film? Yeah, if they could, like regardless of financial... Yeah, but they, could, they can't because it's a $200 million film. No, that but I'm saying that regardless release, yeah. of... If they could just wipe the fucking platform, pl- yeah, they would. just, they they just would, get rid of it. And they would. They damn well would. Like, they, that's why they, they changed the poster for the film. Like, you know that poster? Yeah. The original poster had that big X thing yeah, with Jean yeah, yeah, Grey yeah. on it. That was the original poster and that was what they were running with. When Disney took over distribution, they made another poster that looks like the Star Wars poster and like the Avengers posters. Yeah. They made that one because it was Disney taking over. Yeah. And was, yeah, and they got that team to do it. And I was like, I, I just felt like I felt re- I, I, I felt really funny because you notice, you'll notice it as well. Do you the, reckon Disney look at Sony's Spider-Man posters and they're like, what the They're just like, fuck? stop hiring this company. Look, we have our poster company. We will give it to you. Yeah, just fucking take it. Yeah, it's like, just like, take the poster company. Stop making, just stop hiring this company. The, the Spider-Man poster thing, it's almost got to the point of where I'm like, they're doing this on purpose. They're doing this on purpose. I know Spider-Man doesn't need any promotion because Spider-Man's the biggest superhero. But, but, but like, 
it's like they must look at that and be like this, this is fucking shit no, I think but so- everyone's gonna bite it's like they're it's literally like sony are baiting yeah the spider-man but community. that's the thing sony I, I made a big thread about you saw that thread i made about posters right Huge and thread. it's like it's because they hire poster agencies to work on it and blt have worked on really big posters in the past so sony <laughs> so sony thought so sony thought let's go to these guys i'm sure they can make a good poster and that i'm pretty sure the for the photos that they gave this company were shit yeah because i because you can work with shit photos and you, you can work with stuff and make a decent post photo out of it but if you get shit photos to start with you are in a very horrible position yeah so sure. and i think that's what happened with the spider-man posters but it's like they could when disney took over it Disney have probably have you'll notice as well you know the Dark Phoenix trailers mm-hmm. before the first look at the first trailer and then look at the second trailer and you look how different the two are because the first trailer was when Fox was completely in charge of the film yeah. the second trailer Disney started taking over then the third trailer and all of the TV spots and all the trailers after that that's when Disney took it over and Disney warped the marketing to make it seem like their end game this is the final X-Men film go and see it <laughs> they're like they're, they're, they are definition of polishing a turd right yeah i know but disney are trying to save it disney are trying to save it, the marketing of the film I, I can almost admire like i can respect that because it's like they are they realize that x-men is like a big boy they know yeah. that it's they already know that it's gonna be wank but they're like we're gonna try our best to get to make, people to, to watch make, the, make film. the money and fucking yeah because it's an expense it's one of the most expensive like, investments like, ever. we just bought this we need to start making the money back yeah like, and they're gonna make all the money back in yeah. the next 10 years and also disney uh, are Dis- taking the hit this disney yeah and i think this proves that superhero films will not go away in the next 20 years because disney have just took a massive hit on x-men and buying fox in general so yeah. they've, they've lost a lot of money so in the next 20 years it's going to be a want big, to make that back. big reinvestment plan yeah a fucking big reinvest- and get yeah. ready for x-men fantastic four films get ready for mutant tv shows and all that that's why because Dis- now disney plus is out they can just netflix it and have loads of shows they about are the- they, they are gonna be like there's gonna people think there are too many fucking super properties right now you don't know the fucking half of it seven there's years from now seven years there is going to be i would say 50 superhero properties including tv shows yep I there's 22 did. now right yeah that in terms of only films though that's yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. the angels of shield uh yeah all sorts of that yep. and i'm just talking marvel i'm not talking dc yeah there's DC 24 marvel films have some big fucking plans you and know? they have so and many heroes you, as well I, I wanna, and all their I, tv should they have dc have so many heroes be made into tv shows as well and they're doing horror they're doing horror dc we literally said we need a horror superhero film uh, and we're getting it well we've got we had brightburn I haven't seen it. I heard it's, it's disappointing. Shit. It's, it's, it's disappointing. James Gunn, isn't it? I uh, know. Oh. He produced it. Oh, he, f- fuck that. Then. Exactly. It's like from the people who made money from this film. It's related to Superman lore, right? No. It's nothing related to DC, but it's a parody. It's, I'd say it's a parody. It's a oh. horror parody of Superman. Wait, is it a comedy? No. No. Oh. I said horror, uh, horror uh, oh, parody. Oh, okay, okay. Where yeah. it's like a play on Superman. Like, they did it to take the piss out of Superman, yeah. pretty much. It's yeah. like the irredeemable. I, I really want to talk about DC. I mean, do you want to record another quick one after this? We could check it. 15 minute break and do a 30 minute one about dc quickly to be fair uh, i do, i really do have to yeah after this recording i really not, do have to go just get an uber uh but i need to i need to go because it's one more as in we've got still one more day of um what was it fasting we have one, one one more day and that's it i have to be back at three why 
because I have to do the whole preparation thing or whatever. Yeah, but that's in two hours. We can get. Yeah, I know, in. but I need to get back because I got work to do as well. Can you not do that in the morning? Uh, no. But I feel it'd be good if we had like two plan like a quick one on dc we can do yeah we can do a quick one on dc i just want to talk about robert patterson and and deadpool oh god i forgot the news happened we need to talk about that we we could do a quick one we We will do a quick one uh, right after this recording yeah yeah just grab a coffee quickly and then but i think we've covered everything here we've covered literally every form of x-men right now yeah and we will and once we watch dark phoenix we'll get into more detail about it as well we're not gonna wait a month for this one yeah we're we're not gonna wait a month because it's literally coming out nobody's going to spain either exactly and as of this recording uh dark phoenix is coming out in three days so it's like so this will be out tomorrow which is the fourth of june yeah Um, and then the next the batman one will be out on the sixth and then, and then we'll do the Dark Phoenix one straight after. Literally straight after. Yeah, but and we'll make the Batman one really quickly. The so Batman will can, probably be 20 minutes. It'll be at 20 to 30 minutes and we'll just go like an hour, 30 minute Dark Phoenix. Because this one's gone on for really long as well. So like an hour and 15. Oh, Jesus. We literally said we don't we need to make we it. We said we don't want to make it. But there is a long. lot to explain. But it, it, there's a lot to dissect about this. But it's like, I really think that I just, I just hope that Disney do good with the X-Men brand. That's all I hope. Yeah, I think they will. There's no way they would really bottle it, I don't think. Yeah, and I'll probably make more of my thoughts about X-Men and all that kind of stuff known by the time Dark Phoenix comes out. So if there's any thoughts that I missed in this episode, I'll probably catch up with them then. But as of this episode, though, I think we should call it time. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should call it time. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Coffee Club podcast. This one, it was, yeah, pretty much interesting to say the least. We'll probably... This one, this one, is this the first one that we're, like, actively going to continue on another day as well? Yeah, this is the first, yeah. this is the part one. This is, like, pretty much the part one of all the, of, like, the, the X-Men Fox talk, and I, we're probably going to go into more stuff later on, but as There's going to be yeah. a lot of X-Men there's stuff, a, there's a lot to say we, we've got to talk about dark phoenix and in the next few months comic con's gonna happen and yep. they're gonna announce the next timeline of mcu films and you never know they may randomly be like hey we're gonna do a fantastic hey, remember Four. X-Men? yeah X-Men. we've got it there but like, i i i wouldn't people would be like we're not gonna get an x-men film in for five years I wouldn't be shocked if they just did a... a, a Straight up. Imagine they just announced one. I, I don't... Wouldn't be shocked. I mean, Captain Marvel got announced in 2014, remember? Yeah. So, like, would it really be the biggest shock in the world if no, they just announced the Fantastic Four? What do you reckon they'd do first before we end this? X-Men or Fantastic Four? X-Men. Yeah, I think they would do. Yeah. Fantastic Four is more of a group thing, whereas X-Men, you can do it as part series. You can do... A, and also, Fantastic can, Four has weird licensing can you, issues. Can you imagine, right? You see all you see all the Phase 4 films. It's like Spider-Man 3, Captain Marvel, Annihilation, and you know, you, like, you don't <laughs> like that title. Black Panther 2. <laughs> um, Doctor Strange 2. Doctor Strange 2. Uh, all that good shit. And then the final one, it's just... A 4. It, no, it's just Wolverine. Everyone will lose their shit. Yeah, no, no. Imagine if they did what Kevin Feige did for the announcement for Civil War. Remember, that? it used to be called Captain America Serpent Society. And yeah. then Kevin Feige said, oh, wait, we're making a mistake. He snapped his fingers and then the Serpent Society logo changed to Civil War and everyone was like, yeah! Like, was I just, Serpent every- Society like a reference to Hydra, I'm guessing? Yeah, it was Hydra. Yeah. It, was, it was when Captain America went rogue and everything. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, it's called Serpent Society. Then no. all of a sudden Ooh. Kevin Feige was like, oh, wait, no, that's a mistake. Can you change it? And it just said Civil War. Everyone was like, oh my God! <laughs> Everyone's like screaming their heads off. Like, oh my God, we're doing Civil War. They Did they announce Civil War and Infinity War at the same time? 
Infinity War, you know, Infinity, yeah, Infinity War was announced, yeah. At the same time? Yes. What? We're, we are about to get that day soon. We're, we're going to, we'll, we'll definitely live stream Comic Con. I want to go to Comic Con. I want to go to Comic Con as well. But I, would, would we be able to get tickets? Because if we could, we 100% should. And also, Comic Con tickets are very pricey. So it's How like, much I'd say they're in the hundreds. If they're 300 and less, I will do it. Yeah. I, I mean, would. I, and flight to New York. 200 quid yeah uh, I, I would gladly go to Comic Con <laughs> money huh. yeah, yeah, true, yeah. True. it's like uh, um, but, but yeah we all end it here yeah we'll pretty much end it here thank you so much for listening as thank usual you. we'll be on SoundCloud iTunes Spotify you know the drill go that follow kind of our stuff. Twitter uh, underscore coffee club I'm yeah sure. underscore coffee club follow our personal Twitter everything will be in the description and we will see you in another episode bye bye